0: Are animals circumcised? Shit just got real.
1: Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that choose with their mouthful. Choose with their mouthful?
0: Talks with their mouth full. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. And this is starting out on a great note. It is. I mean, I don't, it's I don't all... know why people care so much. Some people have a really bad gag reflex when it comes to seeing stuff like that. Like, I knew a guy in pretty much forever who had that, and we used to make fun of him for it and, like, talk with our mouth full at the lunch table. Oh, I grossed him out? Yeah. I, I just, I don't... I can't really understand it unless your food is falling out or unless you're like <sniffs> talking like that it's not that big a deal or unless it is a very strong and gross smelling thing or if it's just some sort of really weird odd thing that you're eating like mm-hmm. if you took like a mouthful of grub worms and we're talking with your mouthful i would feel grossed out but it's more from the fact that there's grub worms in your mouth than you're talking with your mouthful
1: if you ever have the honor of having lunch or dinner with me and you take a big bite and then I ask you a question, you don't have to go mm, and and hold your finger up or, and, and just, yeah. yeah. Put or,
0: your hand over your mouth and yeah. talk and then I can't tell what you said. Just talk, you know?
1: Yeah. If your pie's going to fall out, you know, give it a couple bites, but you don't have to swallow. The fuck was that? The dog. Oh, uh, <laughs> You don't have to swallow before you talk to me.
0: There's a joke there somewhere.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking be of- swallowing
0: after you talk to me, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of gagging, there is a uh, a couple on TikTok. Did you know I'm on TikTok? Did you know I, I like TikTok? Yeah, I thought that was a dad. No, 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 it's no, it's it's the guy. It's it's the husband and his wife. If you make the noise like you're gagging, she gags. Yeah, all he has to do is, hey, Lauren. And she's like, stop. And he's, he just goes, and then pretty soon she's gagging and dry even. It's so awesome.
0: He didn't even have to make very accurate noises. No. He didn't have to try very hard. You, you're pretty accurate with that of what he does. Uh-huh.
1: He's like, how? Dude, your, your mother would have divorced me a long time ago because that's not something that I could just let go. <laughs> I mean, that's just something that I'm going to have to exploit over and over and over
0: I have a bad gag reflex when it comes to like big dicks in your mouth. No, bad smells and like orthodontist and dentist trips. Oh. I got to really try hard. Man, the but shit They don't care. Like, oh, the, is this <laughs> is this popsicle stick <laughs> that's poking the back oh. of your neck? Is that <laughs> is that feeling okay?
1: That's the worst when you go to get like a strep throat mm-hmm. culture and Ugh. Oh, I start gagging, like as soon as they put the popsicle stick on my tongue, like at that point I'm like...
0: Because that's also gross. It is. And, and sometimes if I brush my teeth and I get like the very back teeth, I'll make myself dry heave. Or I can't really brush my tongue very far either. No. Every time I brush my tongue, I dry heave.
1: When they, When they put that popsicle stick in there, it's supposed to keep your tongue down. Like, my tongue has a mind of its own. I can't control it. When they put that on there, my tongue's like, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> it just, it's, yeah. it's like this foreign object. No, you're not getting the Out. best of me. Out with you. Yes. Oh, that's the worst. It is the worst. I hate that. Me too. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are Father and We Love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father son time together. This is episode number 121. Wow. Do you remember the 21 episode challenge? We're now 100 episodes past it. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. For those of you that don't know, when we first started this podcast, I mean, nobody nobody starts out just fucking on top of the world, right? You know, mm-hmm. you you got to get out uh, your, your shitty early episodes and <laughs> figure out what the fuck you're doing. So we, we told people, hey, give us 21 episodes. Just stick with us through the 21, and then you can decide whether you like us or not. And uh, here we are, man, 100 episodes a hundred
0: episodes later and i feel like we were definitely good before 21 fucking, episodes we were great from the very beginning but yeah. but, but our first episode was good yeah but we might have been an acquired taste for some yeah and now we're even more of an acquired taste probably all right ladies and gentlemen you know what time it is it's lobby time with vincent jack
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to the Movie and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right. Uh, First of all, I want to address uh, Chris from the Film Stripping Podcast. He called us out for not playing a uh, shitty movie on July 11th. Didn't call us out. Just kind of... He sent in a movie like the night before or something like that. I was like, hey, am I too late? And uh, I didn't even see that for like a week or two um, because... I don't really check our email very often. <laughs> and um, so he, he... The
0: truth comes out.
1: Yeah, so he he threw out a movie and said, I dare you to watch this. I was like, well, okay, maybe since we missed it, maybe for your birthday. Well, it turns out his birthday was right around the time where we released the, mm. the crappy movie. Uh, so you know, I told him, okay, we'll get to it eventually. I thought about it tonight. But it's two hours and fucking 40 minutes long. And you've been working a whole lot. You worked yeah. a long shift today. You got to get up early, work a long shift tomorrow, then another one on Sunday. And then I work again on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to do it tonight. We will do it eventually, but come on, man. Two hours and 40 <laughs> and minutes? And it's
0: supposed to be shitty, too? Man. Fuck. So we will get to it eventually. Yeah, maybe by 221 episodes, we'll get to it. <laughs> All right, next, last week,
1: who knows how it came up, but you talked about how the turtle has like the biggest penis, <laughs> oh, yeah, like penis-to-body ratio. I had heard that. I forgot you gave me like three homeworks, but I oh, forgot about all of I them. I mean, I knew that you weren't going to do any of the homework, <laughs> so guess who did it? I did. All right, so let's talk about the biggest penis-to-body ratio in the animal kingdom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, let's see. The biggest—we're just going to start here because it's kind of boring. The biggest penis-to-body ratio size— it's nearly eight times their total bodied length
0: <laughs> what Barnacles Oh come on I know I told
1: you it was kind of lame but I, I, but I had bullshit. to t- I had to tell you the winner. Those are just those crusty things that get on boats <laughs> and docks. yeah uh, let's see it says that uh, you know they're stuck in place for life. like once they attach themselves to something they can't move so <laughs> they have to have a really long penis, to fuck anything yeah. and everything yeah. that floats by. They're just like, "Hello," and waiting for like a girl barnacle to be. "Hello." And then they just <laughs> <laughs> What a dun, story. Dun, 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 and their penis just kind of uh, It's
0: going through the lasers. Yep. <laughs> That's what that is. No, it goes in it's and out. It's lowered down. In and out <laughs> through Steal all the diamond, in and out through
1: all the other barnacles, right? Trying to trying to get to the lady barnacle. So, uh, it, so it has to have a super long penis. How right. long? I mean, barnacles are small, so you think maybe a barnacle, say three inches. So if it says it's uh, what does it say, like
0: uh, eight times the size? Okay, so maybe (laughs) if a barnacle's three inches, that'd be a twenty-four inch dick. Yeah, no way. I thought barnacles were like millimeters big, and then but I thought they had like just big groupings of barnacles. Here's
1: another one because I I took two screenshots from two different (laughs) websites. This says their members can be up to
0: fifty times length of their body. Holy shit, that'd be a 150-inch dick for a three-inch barnacle. That's not right. There's no way that a barnacle dick could be even close to 150 inches. That means anywhere you fucking swam, you'd have barnacles dicks touching your legs (laughs) and the body
1: entering you. You know when you're in the ocean and you're like, oh shit, something just touched me? That's a barnacle dick. Now you know what it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the power I want. I want the power of a barnacle and I can have a huge cock. You're you're just stuck on the fucking bottom of a ship. Well, no, then barnacles you, well, are stuck it, stationary took, for life. Yeah, you took the power of an eagle, that didn't mean you turned into a fucking eagle or whatever. No, no, it's a, a squid or octopus. Okay, yeah. That mean that doesn't mean you grow eight legs as well. And that you have no bones. Okay. You, you just got the power you, basically the power you wanted from it, which was the camouflage thing. So I just get a massive 150 inch dick. <laughs> uh, you, I would never want I that. I know. What do you even do with that? Coil it up. Yeah. Get a penis reduction
1: and donate it to a bunch of people. You'd have to be like that John Dillerman that, uh, we talked about Uh-oh. him one time, that Dutch, like cartoon that has a really long dick. Just. Oh, yeah, yeah. I You're remember right? that. Like, hey hey jack get the mail and you're just gonna pull down your pants at the front door and <sighs> I don't...
0: nobody you know, I wants a... even have to pull down my pants for my
1: dick to show like how long would you actually want your dick to be though right i mean it'd, not... be, it'd be nice to have like a, a a big dick right no i mean not i'm not talking like it would be 14 m- inches I'm talking about like if you drop your pants and the ladies are saying damn all
0: right well yeah let's go like if they're excited or enthusiastic about it, that's great. Yeah. But they can be enthusiastic about it all day, but then if it's hurting... Well, yeah. ...then everything changes. So you don't want anything overwhelming. You want the right size. Do you think... Like, people like
1: to joke about how, like, like they want a 12-inch cock. A 12-inch cock is too big. That's a ruler.
0: Yeah, I feel... I mean, I feel like all vaginas are probably different. I don't really know how it all works, but maybe some ladies can... Just take things that are super massive.
1: <laughs> I mean, it it has a dead end eventually up I, in there, you know. Yeah, I think you can go further in the ass. I'm pretty sure. I think the, the, well, the well, I
0: mean, since the ass does connect to the large intestine, <laughs> I'm sure you can.
1: And I saw something else on TikTok. I'm I'm sure it's it's true. Obviously, it said that a a raccoon can like like fit into like a hole like a certain size and squeeze its body through. And then somebody said, and your anus can stretch up to. This certain amount, and so that. somebody said, so this raccoon...
0: Could theoretically fit in your ass. Uh-huh. It'd take a lot of coaxing, I believe. Yeah. But-
1: <laughs> I think Richard Gere did that once. Let a raccoon go up his ass. Did you ever hear the uh, the uh, urban legend about Richard Gere and the gerbil? No. I don't know where it came from, but people... He's the
0: one guy from that really shitty movie, right? Yeah, that your therapist told you to watch? No, my therapist sub. Mm-hmm. She had a sub when she was on maternity leave and mm-hmm. didn't take me long to realize, you know what? I don't think me and you uh, click too well.
1: Yeah. Especially when she suggested a shitty movie and we watched it with you. It we was a bad movie. We watched it we were
0: like, oh.
1: Like Richard Gere is supposed to be bipolar. Yeah. It was just stupid. I don't remember anything that happened except he would like stood
0: up on a roof or something. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say he was a, he got a construction job, stood up on a roof and thought he was going to fly. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to Dick Talk. The average
1: member length of a blue whale is eight to twelve feet, and they sport girth as formidable as fourteen inches in diameter.
0: Wow. Yeah. You should have said cock talk.
1: God man, yeah. Pretty good. It is good. I like it. Maybe it could be a new segment. <laughs> that puts the junk to body ratio of about ten to one. Where's the turtle part? <laughs> I swear if this is just whatever, then I'm going to be upset. So I'm reading a little bit more. The largest whale member on display is about 67 inches long, and it's available for viewing at the Icelandic phallogical museum. So they got a dick museum. So wait, wait, what animal has this? The largest whale member is on display. It's 67 inches long.
0: 67 and- inches isn't even six feet.
1: Okay, well, it's a little whale.
0: Well, I mean, that's the... Oh, that's the biggest one on display. Yeah. Yeah. So they haven't haven't captured the Moby Dick.
1: (laughs) Nice.
0: That was good.
1: (laughs) So they have a dick museum in
0: Iceland. We gotta go, right? Yeah. Your sister's been to Iceland. Yeah. How many dicks are there? What? In their museum. How many dicks do they have? Like, if they have one for, like, every species or species, whatever... That would be a pretty large museum. Let me just Google them real quick. (laughs) Just uh, continue with cock talk on your own. Uh, Are animals circumcised?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see. It's got uh, 4.1 stars on Google.
0: Do elephant dicks look like their trunks? (laughs) Probably. That foreskin.
1: They pick up an apple with them. (laughs) They have an audio tour. I guess you can walk around with the earbuds in. Let's see.
0: Would we be able to hear the sound of every single animal in the world ejaculating? <laughs> I hope on so. On the audio tour? I hope so. All right. It says that this uh,
1: museum contains a collection of more than 215 penises and penile parts. Wow. What is, what is that called uh, when you alliteration?
0: Yeah, yeah
1: like uh, Peter Piper Penises and penile parts. A- penis belonging to almost all of the land and sea mammals that can be found in iceland visitors to the museum will encounter 56 specimens belonging to 17 different kinds of whale one specimen taken from a rogue polar bear Why is it called a rogue polar bear (laughs) Um, an awol seals walruses uh i i vision like a walrus having like a, a wilford brimford penis mustache Wilford Brimford, Will, Will, Willard Brimford, I don't
0: know. And I'm just kind of picturing like a sheriff with a big bushy mustache. Yeah, it's Wilford Brimful.
1: <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> the fucker's name. He looks like a walrus, basically. He has one of those walrus mustaches. Uh, I feel Wil- like Wilford,
0: I've seen him before.
1: Wilford Brimley, I think, is who he is. <laughs> Wilford Brimful. Shout out to Wilford, if you're listening. <laughs> if he's alive. I'm not sure he's alive.
0: Wilford is a great name for someone who looks like a walrus. Right, and he looks like a walrus. All right, so we learn a little bit.
1: Um, they have like a, a a gift shop that you can go into and, and buy some dick things. have a
0: dick necklace and yeah. maybe, some, <laughs> maybe some whale dildos. <laughs> that would be fucked up.
1: I, li- I like the dick necklace, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like a charm Fucking bracelet, too. Dick keychain. <laughs> yeah. Like you put your penny in one of those things and you crank it and it just comes out flattened out with a big dick on it.
0: They probably have stuff similar to what uh, my sister brought me back from Australia. Oh yeah. <laughs> a, a genuine kangaroo ball sack mm-hmm. that has uh, been turned into a coin purse. Yeah. So you can like I don't know what you would call that mechanism. It's like the the cinch. The yeah, was <laughs> say the rope that's woven through with the bead you can mm-hmm. pull. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fucked. It's filled with
1: coins though. That's such a family thing for us to do is you go somewhere on vacation something shitty yeah well not shitty well, but something with some bizarre r- yes some good story with mm-hmm. it i may have to go a to kind of a gag gift i may have to go to iceland just for this I, I bet they have very good gag gifts I'm at sure, this museum <laughs> i'm sure they do i'm sure they do and maybe one of the gag gifts maybe they have the penis of the argentine lake duck <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck Argentine lake ducks have members that measure to around 16 inches in length. What? The members have to be that long because they have to essentially lasso their female counterparts before mating. Come here! Get
0: over here!
1: <laughs> right? That's probably not consensual sex when you have to lasso your
0: mate with I mean, your it's penis. it's the animal kingdom. Shit happens, Nothing's man. consensual. No, I feel like it's... Sometimes it is. I mean, sometimes, yeah, you like like lions, they yeah. mate. They're they just like, put
1: their ass up in the air.
0: Yeah, some of it is. And then sometimes, like, how consensual is bug shit? It's like, I feel like some bugs are just like like grasshoppers. I feel like they just hop and shove their dick straight <laughs> wherever they want. I have heard about, I think it was a, a bug, and... Basically, the male bug fucks, like, the ever-living shit out of the female one and, like, puts its dick, like, put places holes in the other, in the female's body with their dick in spots that's not a hole already. Like, pierces their body in other spots with their dick. Like, if you shoved your dick through mom's, like, rib cage, like, I swear I've heard that somewhere. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like a jackhammer? You just keep going and it just breaks through? I guess. Where do you... I don't know, man. I spend a lot of time on the internet. Man. Yeah, that's fucked up. That is fucked up.
1: All right, next, uh, we got several more of these to go through. Uh, The banana slug. It says its member is the exact same size as its body. So like you're looking at a slug, the slug is basically the penis, I guess. (laughs) All right, next is the Bull Elephant. Sounds interesting. Its member measures around 27 inches. Wow. So the elephant's body to junk ratio is six to one. Next, oh, you'll like this one, is a Taper, T-A-P-I-R. It looks like a water pig, basically. Their junk is around 19 inches. Damn. But check this out. They can scratch their
0: own backs with their dicks. (laughs) I need your help real quick. I'm trying to figure out how I can search for this bug. Bug that fucks where it wants? <laughs> I already looked up bug that fucks holes in body and didn't find what I was looking for. Um, and I'm like trying not to use profanity so I find better results. So it's like bug that sexes everywhere on the body. <laughs> like, I don't know. Bug that pierces
1: mate with its penis.
0: <laughs> yes. Bug (laughs) that (laughs) pierces is different than penetrates. Well, pierces mate with penis. Traumatic insemination. There's a whole. Oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, some species of invertebrates in which the male pierces the female's abdomen with his adigus and injects his sperm through the wound. I think it's called a dingus. Well, it's A E D E A G U S. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah, injects the sperm through the wound into her abdominal cavity. The sperm diffuses through the female's hemolymph, reaching the ovaries and resulting in fertilization. Traumatic insemination is one of the worst things I've ever heard. That's like a horrible sentence. It is horrible. Those are two words that I would Should, not want to go no, together. No. All right, getting back to cock talk. And And that was still cock talk. Oh well, getting
1: back to uh, your cock talk, (laughs) my cock talk. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, the bull has a dick uh, that can measure about three feet long, so (laughs) a little yardstick popping out. (laughs) Wow, pigs have eighteen-inch members. (laughs) Given the average three feet length of a pig, the ratio is almost one to two. A wild pig's member makes the shape of an S and ends in a corkscrew, which interlocks with a female pig's cervix during mating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I have seen a pig's penis, and it... I've seen pictures on Google Images, but I don't remember. It looks like an appendix from, like, an alien or something. The, yeah, <laughs> it's, it is is not fun to look at. That's bizarre. Not that any animal's dong is fun to look at, but I would not recommend watching a pig's penis when they're about to uh, pork. <laughs> We're full of puns today. Yep. Wow. Then there's the Giraffe. Giraffes uh, stand somewhere near 17 feet tall and they have members that extend to
0: about 40 inches. (laughs) I mean, they're good at deep throating, so I'd hope that they'd have a real big dick. Wow. (laughs) And lastly, turtle,
1: the sea turtle. Why the sea turtle? The 31 inch sea turtle has an 11 inch rod.
0: That's pretty long. It
1: was about a three to one ratio. Many researchers believe that sea turtles have evolved special shells to fit their large junk. Which is why I've never seen a turtle's penis, because it's up in there somewhere.
0: We don't have anything. What? I'm saying, like, we don't have any sort of adaptation. To protect our junk? Yeah, there's nothing special down there.
1: So you'd like to, like a dog, just like have- I want have, something crazy. Have, like, the, the lipstick where you can just kind of, it goes back in and no, it's protected gross. in here? Your...
0: That makes me think of anal prolapse whenever I see that. So what would
1: you want? I don't know. Like a built-in cup? Like, made out of some kind of, like, armadillo armor or something? Laser gun, maybe.
0: (laughs) And you got a stroke. Each stroke is pew, 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 pew. (laughs) Or no, not a pump shotgun. (laughs) Same motion. That's stupid. It is stupid, but that would be cool, right? You always stay strapped. (laughs) So if you could upgrade a body
1: part, like, to do anything... That's what you would do? You no. would You would make it to where your penis
0: could shoot lasers? No, I'd make it to where I'd have a real finger gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else would you... That'd be cool. What, what was else? that movie we watched where it the was guy... Chronicle. Had- no,
1: not Chronicle. No, where the guy had the shotgun arm and they just went and bent their arm and it loaded oh. their shotgun.
0: Oh, I don't remember. I was thinking... Was it... I was thinking of Chronicle because they get those f- powers, like the telekinesis that lets them float, and they they did that before. There was a dude who shot people doing that. Upgrade one, the one who went crazy. It was Upgrade. He had a shotgun. No, no, the the guys that were chasing him. Oh, they, and, they, and they did his. He did yeah, his own like weird. Ch- yeah, yeah. Upgrade. Yeah. And I, I would definitely do something like I'd actually be able to like just put my fingers out or two fingers, whatever, and pow.
1: What if you could like open your mouth really big and just let out a, like a swarm of hornets or something? That'd be pretty cool too.
0: <laughs> that would be cool. Wow, <laughs> that would be really cool. Or you could like. Shoot snakes out of the ends of all your fingers. Yeah.
1: You know, we need to give that some more thought.
0: That one. That Hornet <laughs> one, I really like that. That's from a scary movie for sure. Yep. I, I hate bugs, though. No I couldn't shit. do it.
1: Oh, yeah. just I could do with June bugs coming out.
0: <laughs> and I'd you, you'd, you'd get me to do whatever you wanted. You'd
1: be fetal position in no time. All right. Got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, so today's movie came out in um, 2016. It's rated PG-13. It is one hour and 41 minutes, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb, and 93% of Google users like this movie. Cool. Uh, I've never seen it, so I looked to see what the Mormon mothers have to say, and I just looked up profanity. Do you think I've seen it? No. Okay. Uh, This is a movie that um, film stripping mentioned and I think they said we might like it. I, I can't remember, but, uh, but I kept a note of it and put an F.S. by it. Film stripping. Oh, yeah. So they, they talked about it at some point. All right. So let's see what the Mormon mothers do have to say. Swear words are infrequent, but can be somewhat strong. This includes two middle fingers, around 10 uses of shit, one use of arsehole, Uh, So it's a British film. Around two uses of wanker, six uses of bastard, around two uses of dick, one paired with head. Both are insults. Dickhead. Around a dozen uses of bloody, two dozen uses of hell, and a few other uses of profanity as well. All right, so this movie is called Hunt for the Wilder People. (laughs) So I really wanted to watch a movie tonight that I hadn't seen. Like, I was, there was a bunch of them I was thinking, hey, I want to show this, I want to show this. But sometimes I just want to see something that I've never seen that I actually picked.
0: I always pick shit I haven't seen. Not always, but probably 99.9% of the time. And I fucking love doing that. That's some of the beauty of the the roulette you're playing is you never know if it'll be good. Sometimes, like, you can get completely baited. You get catfished by a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can't do shit about it, and you gotta sit through it and watch it. But I have. Sometimes you pick gold. Not often for me, but probably more often for you. But. Yeah. So, hey, uh, Chris,
1: maybe this can help fill in for the fact that we did not watch your crappy movie on your your birthday weekend or whatever. And we'll get to that eventually. But in the meantime, let this be a placeholder for you. Yeah. All right. So, you ready to do this? I am. All right. Well, let's do it, lads. Take a movie, mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2016's Hunt for the Wilder
0: People. Is that what it's called? Wilder, I thought. Will- no, I think it was Wilder. Because mm-hmm. it would be, because it's Wilder Beast, not Wilder Beast. Hunt for the Wilder People. That's weird.
1: Starring that kid from Deadpool 2 and that guy from Jurassic Park. <laughs> And uh, directed by what? What's his ta-
0: Taika Waititi.
1: Which is our. It's, this is our third Taika Waititi movie. I like that guy. Me too.
0: He's creative, and he's in all his movies. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not Shyamalan, except I'm not. Shyamalans are never as good. They're hit or miss. So, what did you think of the Village? I mean, I haven't seen it since I was early teens. I would say um, I always liked it, but. From what I have seen or heard, I've never like searched it up, but I've always heard that everyone hated it.
1: Chris and Erica are not fans of The Village.
0: I liked it. I mean, there. I know there was like, a, fuck, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix, he was like jealous, right? And killed someone
1: no that was adrian brody who was acting like he was uh mentally handicapped yeah, that's okay so that's... he yeah
0: he killed fucking joaquin phoenix no and then no
1: he didn't kill him
0: he, joaquin he... phoenix got stabbed in the stomach yeah
1: well, he got stabbed multiple times by adrian brody's character
0: yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying yeah that guy killed joaquin phoenix i don't think
1: joaquin phoenix
0: died mm. pretty sure he didn't I remember that being like one of the most brutal scenes I had seen. Oh, it was rough. I
1: mean, he, yeah, he just stabbed and kept stabbing and kept stabbing. And yeah, that was that was pretty rough.
0: And you had to die from that, right? I mean, they're acting like they're in the fucking 1213s. So, I mean, they don't have the medicine to fix 87 stab wounds to that. But
1: they sent blind Dallas Bryce Howard to go out into the woods to, uh, to, to oh, find good. medical supplies. <laughs>
0: yeah, got, she got like pills, if I remember correctly. And I remember it scared me so bad whenever the Red Cloak tried to push her in the hole or did push her in the... I don't even remember. I remember I loved that movie. I enjoyed Uh, that movie too. I feel like I can stand behind it still because I've seen it so many times. I liked it every time. It freaked me out every time. I'm sure now watching it as a 20-year-old man, I'll see things a little differently, but I still feel like I can confidently say, hey, that was a good movie. I I
1: agree. I agree. I think Adrian Brody, I always get uncomfortable watching anybody who's not handicapped playing a handicap, like a mentally handicapped it feels person. wrong. It,
0: but if you do it really good, yeah. I mean, it's it's not as wrong. It's if just, you butcher it and make it look bad, then it, I feel like it's worse. Regardless, it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah.
1: It's kind of hard to watch. But I
0: I loved Signs. Me too. Sa- and, Signs and was great. TV, we've, we've seen have Oh, yeah.
1: I can watch that over and over times. and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mel Gibson yelling that the paddy wagon is on its way. <laughs> I
0: just love that. <laughs> uh, and I, I love, he was a great actor in that too, crying over his son after oh, the yeah. asthma attack. Yeah, yeah. The story is good. His wife got chopped up against a tree by a vehicle, an SUV, because by of fucking, M, M. Night Shyamalan. He, he couldn't stop falling asleep at the wheel. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Sixth Sense was pretty good. I've seen that. It scared the fuck out of you guys. You you. I know. Y'all watched it on a drive on vacation one yeah,
0: time. Yeah, we were driving it was like a fucking sixteen hour drive. Yeah, it's Florida, I think. And we were in the back seat, and uh, I, I watched it on our. We had a little Panasonic uh, DVD player. Mm-hmm. I watched it on there. It was dark too, because we we never leave at like fucking three p.m. to go drive somewhere. We always leave at like fucking three in the morning. And I don't stop. Yeah, we'll stop to let mom pee, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember watching that. Oh my gosh, man, I I got freaked out so bad whenever uh, uh, the kid was like walking around or something, and there's like a little fort he had made, and like it started opening, and the girl's like barfing out of her mouth, and apparently she had drowned or something. That <laughs> like pushed me over the edge. I thought that was so scary. You were like nine or something, weren't you? probably. Yeah. I so I remember that. I remember he's in the car with his mom and is like, "Did that look at that man on the bike or whatever and the dude's dead." It was like, "Oh shit." And then uh, of course the whole twist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was so young when I watched it. Um so I remember this is probably much more uneasy than it really was. Man, that guy in the tidy whiteies freaked me out. I did not want him on the screen ever. And he freaked me out so fucking bad. He gave in the heebie-jeebies. He still does the way I remember it. <laughs> but that was a good one. I never saw Lady in the Water. I don't remember. I don't remember much about
1: it except being pretty disappointed in it. Uh, Dallas Bryce Howard's in that again.
0: That's the blind chick. Yeah,
1: her dad's a famous director, and he was Richie Cunningham on Happy Days.
0: Do you know anything about Happy Days? I don't. Nothing it, at all. It was a show in the eighties. Seventies. Seventies. Okay. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy. Days. <laughs> what a good thing! Thursday, song. Friday, happy days. When was the Wonder Years? That was with, the with that 90s. One kid with the black hair, Fred Savage. <laughs> I, I remember that was good too. I need, mean, but the song. So what would you do if I sang out a tune? Every we used to watch that. I remember. Good stuff, man. <laughs> and I remember th- every time I'd either say it or think it like you are right now. Singing out of tune, right?
1: That guy couldn't sing for shit. He really couldn't. I was not a fan. I think Joe Cocker. I think like, was the Would guy's you name.
0: Get up and leave. And
1: yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Fuck. Exactly. Fast forward. It's, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Y'all couldn't fast
0: forward. Y'all are fucked in watching that show. We
1: were fucked, <laughs> definitely. But Happy Days was greatness. I guarantee it does not stand the test of time. One of the coolest guys in the world in the seventies was the Fonz.
0: You ever heard of Fonzie? I've heard the name. Yeah. What? And I I get them mixed up with, uh, what's the guy with like the long blonde hair? There's like a name for like the... Fabio? Yeah. I get the names mixed up.
1: Should not be used in the same sentence.
0: But I I hear Fabio in like a California accent, and I hear the Fonz in like New Jersey. No. Like the Fonz to me is more like a greaser type. He was.
1: <laughs> he wore the black leather jacket. He knew how to work on cars. He was tough as shit. He could hit a jukebox and it would start playing a record. Oh, of course. Yeah. He was he was what, what was he on? Happy, Happy days. days? <laughs> he was the fucking coolest. He 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 got like all the girls. I used to have a shirt that had him and he had his thumb up and the shirt said, hey, across it, because that was his saying.
0: Hey. So your Jersey Mike's thing you say all the time is kind of from him? No. No? No. Yeah. Whenever we drive by a Jersey Mike's, I go, hey, Jersey Mike's, hey, you want a sandwich? Hey.
1: And uh, Olivia loves it when I do that. Oh, she loves. I never push things too far.
0: Yeah, it's like every time you do a voice, I feel like the thing I hear the most is you're making my teeth feel soft. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. and like you're you're overloading me. I'm getting a headache. One mm-hmm. of those three. Mm-hmm. And like she's she'll put her hands up like I'm doing right now. Like this is too much. Stop. Stop. And you'll do it one more time. Yep. Two more times. That's just how you know you've been married for twenty seven fucking years. <laughs> I push it to the limit for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I like the village. And, I, and I'm not I'm not afraid to say that I Me like neither. the village. I, I even, I thought the twist at the end was pretty original.
0: I don't think I could fully understand it. So really it was the whole family, like everyone was doing that to keep people there. Yeah, yeah. It was like a cult type thing, right? Sort of. They're like, we got to keep them in our fold or fuck yeah. or whatever. There was like a handful of people. <laughs> making thinking monsters are chasing them and killing everybody.
1: There was a handful of people that knew. And when you raise your kids into believing something, they fucking believe that shit.
0: You know, and then when you... So that's like a parent dressing as Santa is what they're doing, but a little more harmful.
1: 100% exactly. Yes. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Anyway. We
1: did not watch The Village today. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. And I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, I liked it. I did too. I liked it every time I saw it. And damn it, Chris, you pick a movie where a dog dies. Why do you do that to Jack? Jack <laughs> it was has. Sad.
0: S- it was pointless, too. That was bullshit, right? Such
1: a soft heart for dogs. And if dogs die in movies, it hurts him. I saw you shaking your leg when that was happening. I and- shook
0: my leg a lot in the movie, mm-hmm. though. I was sad because a fucking 800 pound boar was just suddenly there. I mean, dogs can sense danger. I feel like dogs would yeah. not run up to a lion and just bark and stand there and bark. You know, like you'd think they'd be like, okay, that is apex predator. I run. <laughs>
1: You're assuming that dogs have that kind of brain with logical thinking. They don't. That
0: you know, dog... Animals? Do you think they... squirrels fucking will run up? Like, prairie dogs will be like, oh, look at this herd of lions. Dude, a squirrel no, ran. They, they peek their head out and they're like, oh, shit, and run back down. Seriously, a squirrel ran underneath my tire one That's time. That's why I swapped to prairie dogs, because squirrels are fucking idiots. I don't think prairie dogs are that smart either. They live in holes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Got me there. Yeah, I did
1: yeah no i mean at the beginning the dog chased after a boar and then the yeah, lady re- jumped on it and fucking gutted it with a fucking a regular buck knife. boar though it was a big boar
0: yeah but this boar i'm surprised there wasn't a fucking crown on its head that was literally king wild boar did you see its long corkscrew penis <laughs> all 18 inches all right let me give it the 50 cent tour
1: pretty easy yeah. There's a boy named Ricky, and he is a ward of the state, as we would say in the United States. He's in, uh, in and out of foster care. He's he's a bad egg. Didn't seem that bad to me. No, not really. He they, never did anything bad. So they drop him off at his last chance foster home, and- um, Middle of bumfuck nowhere, basically. Yeah. Yeah, New Zealand. They're in New Zealand. In the mountains, in the bush. Mm-hmm. I like getting in the bush. It's <laughs> where it's uh, where I feel most most at home. That's very 70s of you. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> What a full fro. <laughs> and uh he ends up liking it there. The people there, y- you got the 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 mom type who's just
0: um so happy for him to be there.
1: Yeah, and she's she's got like a bunch of like like a teddy bear lamp and a, I mean she just she's like a, a typical like lady who crochets, you know, and, and scrapbooks like or whatever. The and, super mom.
0: But But she fucking rips fur off of animals they uh-huh. kill and she Literally, just jump on a boar and fucking stabs it like a billion times. And cuts its jugular and all the, and blood the blood spews out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, because she's a
1: bush person, that's just what they do. She builds a home for Ricky. Ricky is very, very happy there and is uh, flourishing. Mm-hmm. And then she dies it's
0: very suddenly.
1: Yeah. In the meantime, there's another guy who lives there. Heck. Or Hector, yeah, and uh, he's played by Sam Neill, who was the uh, the dad in the first Jurassic Park. Not the dad; he didn't have kids. But
0: um, okay, I was gonna say
1: like no, he was he was like the main guy, like at the beginning when the helicopter landed and they were like, "Oh, come come to Jurassic Park," and he was like looking at. He was like an archaeologist.
0: Was he the main character? Yeah, I, I I can't remember his face. Every time I'm trying to think of it, I see Hal from The Parent Trap. And I know it's no, not it's him. No, not not Dennis Quaid. Do they look at all f- like similar? I mean, you just watched when, a movie with him, so yeah. But he's old and had a massive beard in this movie. I can't. I don't think they necessarily I, look similar. They would be in
1: the same genre if if, if they were music, <laughs> for sure.
0: I, I can't. I can't see Jurassic Park guy. I know as soon as I see it, the, the first one is the one with the Velociraptors in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Okay. I I know I've seen that movie a few mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And that one guy gets sprayed in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Newman from that Seinfeld. Freaked me out so bad. Yeah. That was a good movie. Also a good movie. I, I can't remember it honestly. Yeah. No. Good. They uh that and they got Colonel Sanders in the museum. <laughs> and then the T Rex comes in the museum and they're like hanging on the bones, right? hmm I remember some of it.
1: But we did not watch Jurassic Park either. <laughs> So when uh, the mom dies, then the state is going to come back and get him, and he's going to have to go back to juvie, so he's like, fuck this, I'm out of here, because the dude wants nothing to do with him.
0: Yeah, because it's it's the classic, the parents who got the kid, the mom's like, oh, yeah, I love this, like, uh, welcome to your new home. You can call me auntie, you can call him uncle. And the dad's like, don't call me uncle. Mm -hmm. Like, don't come near me, leave me alone. And then, of course... You know it'll happen.
1: So the boy takes off, and uh, he got lost pretty quick. And uh, so, of course, the old old man Heck shows up, mm-hmm. or Uncle. We'll just call him Uncle. And they um, they they just are on the move. And then, basically, the fucking military come after <laughs> them.
0: <laughs> they and fucking like half tra- not half tracks like BTRs and yeah. Shit.
1: He'd been in prison before. And they assumed that he just lost his mind and just uh, kidnapped this kid and took him off into the bush. Yeah, so they and, got the entire country's military. Well, <laughs> this fucking extremely overbearing, fucking CPS worker or whatever. She, she was w- annoying. She was annoying as hell. But I she, hated her. it's like she had ultimate power of the whole country. <laughs> to, she was a uh, dictator. Yeah, and she just got the whole military behind to to chase after. She was aggressive. She was. She was very aggressive. So they have just different adventures while they're on the run. They're on the run for like five or six months. Mm-hmm. At one point, they come across some uh, some people who um, know that they're on the run. and They're they, hunters. Yeah, and they try to get them, but they outsmart them. Every single time. Yeah, car. a couple times. I guess like in New Zealand, in the bush, it's like every so many miles or kilometers, as they say <laughs> over in other countries. Every other country. <laughs> There's... Um, <laughs> there's just like some safe houses that you can just go and camp out in for a while and then go on and then there's just mm-hmm. another house where
0: anybody can go in and that's not how i saw it how did you see it so the first house they found like maybe they're i guess i think the first house seemed more like a safe house maybe but, they're ranger cabins because they found a ranger in one yeah and he was
1: dying cuz mm-hmm. he had diabetes so, the uncle sent uh, Ricky to get help, mm-hmm. and Ricky goes and hangs out with this crazy family for a little while. They were awesome. Yeah, the girl is around his age and just Motor sings mouth. him a song. And then dad comes out and he's like, hey, I know you. You're Ricky. I love you. Let me get selfies with you. And
0: he got like 18 plus <laughs> no. selfies.
1: Here, get one of me capturing you. Now one of you capturing me. And, and holding
0: like a butter knife. Sad face. Happy <laughs> face. Duck face.
1: Yeah. And then he's like, he hands the phone to his daughter and it's like, here, take a selfie of us. And she's it's like, not, dad, it's not a yeah. fucking selfie when I'm taking the picture. This, this movie had like... Weird characters. Like you like Napoleon Dynamite had weird, uneasy kind of characters. These characters weren't
0: uneasy though. They're memorable. But they were really bizarre They, they were, were just, weird characters. They're living out in the bush. They were a little uneasy to me. Like I would have much
1: rather hung out with them than I would the people on Napoleon Dynamite, but they kind of still had a weird vibey feel to them where I don't know, man. It was just it's it So the
0: daughter and the father had a weird and they were strange. They were different. They were very. Strange. They didn't make me feel uneasy, though. They made me feel more comfortable than uneasy. Well, they were cool and they're memorable. I I can't really put my finger on exactly what I'm trying to say. It was
1: just strange. I guess. I don't know. That, that's strange. the best. That's the best way I can put it. But in, in the end, they do get caught. Like I said, the fucking cavalry is after them with BTRs and fucking three or four helicopters and. Tons of police cars, yeah, and, and guys with fucking full body armor, um, SWAT teams coming after them or whatever. So they capture them. They take Ricky, presumably back to uh, state custody, maybe juvie. They they put Uncle in jail because they think that he's a, a pervert and has molesterer. Yeah, <laughs> he's a molesterer. Then they show the court scene, and then you know Ricky gets to go live with that weird daughter and and father who were taking the selfies. And then uh, uncle gets released. He goes to uh, like a little halfway house and then Ricky comes and sees him and they uh, go back to live with the crazy family together. And it's uh, happily ever after. Let's see what the internet has to say. A boy and his foster father become the subjects of a manhunt after they get stranded in a New Zealand wilderness. Perfect. The kid, he reminded me of a couple different people. Number one is Josh Peck, when he was Robe in Max (laughs) Keeble.
0: I love that movie. Because
1: he was a big boy, and sometimes he had on some really colorful jackets that kind of looked like a Robe. But besides Josh Peck, if Rebel Wilson had a little brother... (laughs) that is so much better than fucking Robe. That would be him for sure. Oh, my gosh. Fat Amy, Fat Ricky, they're a family, right? They're related. They gotta be. yeah. Like, from the very beginning, this movie had a really kind of cool feel to it. And then uh, when they introduced the the kid, <laughs> they were talking about all the things that were wrong with him. And like, they would say, he's known for hitting, and they would show him like hitting something. He's known for kicking. He's known for spitting. He's known for loitering. He's known for lighting
0: things on fire. He's just this long list destroying of- Destroying really, really, really strange things. Graffiti. Yeah. I, I and mean, I can understand like burning stuff and destroying like property- that's fucked up. To me, I feel like graffiti is not a problem. Really? Depending on what it is. I think a graffiti on a
1: train car See? is fine. Because I, I it makes me enjoy watching a train pass more. It
0: helps it so much. I, I think it's art. I, and I, I've seen on YouTube, there's people who are really good at graffiti and they make it a professional thing. And there's a dude who got commissioned by a city to do a whole graffiti thing for a playground wall. There's like a... Like a 30 foot long playground, like brick wall, and he made like a really cool dinosaur thing. I think it should be incorporated into cities a lot more instead of frowned upon. It should be like, oh, that's a career path. I'd imagine if your whole cityscape was colorful as hell and looked cool. Well, and cool is in the eye of the
1: beholder, too. That's You, you true. would have a lot of uh, older. Not everyone would like it. Yeah, I- exactly. And, well, that's gangster well, that's, stuff. I, was about I don't. To say, we don't yeah. need that gangster stuff in our city. That's just going to bring more
0: gangsters over here. And once all of and them hoodlums, are, once all of them are out of the picture, maybe that'll happen. It would just be colorful and cool, and it would. Just, oh, yeah. It would breathe new
1: life into cities. I think. You remember when somebody spray painted a, a dick on the fence by the park over here? I don't. We have a park near our house, and they put in like a 20-foot ocean container kind of thing to where they could put some equipment in and stuff. Yeah. And I guess some people complained that that was there, so they put up just a, a, a fence, like a wall fence, which looks just as bad, I guess. if I mean, I didn't fucking care, I, but yeah. I guess some people did. So like the day after they put it up, somebody came and spray painted a dick on it. And I'm like, well, you people were bitching about that. Now you got to look at a dick.
0: Like those people just fucking shut your blinds. Fuck. <laughs> People can't live their life without
1: being upset about something or getting in somebody else's business. If it bothers them, it's the worst thing in the world. And Ugh. God, there's so many fucking idiots out there who just just shut the fuck up. It's like, mind your damn business. like your mom was talking about, like one of her high school friends on was on Facebook. And they were just going off about masks and how you're all sheep and all this stuff. And it's just like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. If you believe that, yeah, just be quiet. Yeah, I have beliefs. I don't fucking shove it down everybody's throat. You know, fuck off. If you're one of those people that are walking around calling people sheep and just spouting off about all sorts of bullshit, fuck you. But keep listening to us. <laughs> no, but But I'm fuck not. off.
0: We, we can lose those people.
1: Yeah, just I've seen so many videos on, on TikTok. Did you know I'm on TikTok, by the I way?
0: Didn't.
1: Like lady waiting in line, and they won't check her out because she doesn't have a mask on or whatever, and she's just throwing a fit. It's like, you know what? You fucking knew when you were going in there
0: that this was going to happen. You're doing this on purpose. They post it on the doors. Yeah, if it's shut- a business that requires it, mm-hmm. it's on the front door.
1: Look, I don't fucking like wearing a mask. Who no the fuck does. likes wearing a mask? Nobody likes wearing a mask. But if if the store says you got to wear a mask to go in, then fucking wear a mask or fuck right off. Fuck right off. Yeah. But we didn't watch a movie about fucking off. All right. Let's just uh, let's get into favorite parts.
0: Uh, I, mean, I loved the relationship between Ricky and the auntie Yeah. and Ricky and the uncle. Uh, and Ricky and Tupac. Oh, uh, yeah. His dog. Uh, that was great. I loved the dogs. They looked super cool. They were just like hunting dogs running through the bush.
1: How fucking awesome would it be just to be able to go out in the woods? Like if our dog got out, right? Like our dogs got out before, and he yeah. acted a fucking fool and would His not come when he off. was called. And you—that was he about as mad as you, crazy. you'd ever seen me <laughs> trying yeah, to get fondly. him to get back in the car because we were going.
0: To, <laughs> well, and I, and I was worried because <laughs> illegally dump our trash in a dumpster. And so we are already like, fuck, we got to get out of here, too. Yeah. Um, and then, damn it, get back here. I know. <laughs> you but, were so mad. And it was like 103 degrees, I too. mean, look,
1: I love the dog, and I don't want the dog to run away for a lot of reasons. Number one, I, I love the dog, and and I want the dog. But number two, I don't want to put up with y'all fucking crying and whining <laughs> and having to drive home because the dog ran away. And uh,
0: We were young, yeah. Oh, that yeah. That would have been but, unforgivable. But how cool would it be?
1: Just to be out in the woods and just have your dogs, and they just go off running off and doing their thing, and then they come back, and you're not
0: uh, worried at all. I would worry. Like you're you've in been the out, woods. There's animals. There's cliffs. But there's they're all the rivers. dogs aren't going to run off a cliff. I and mean, yeah, but I'd still
1: worry. But after a while, you do it over and over yeah, and true. over again, and and like they're protecting you.
0: They're mm-hmm. letting you know if there's things out there, and they're just they're being dogs, man. They're having fun. <laughs> You would feel the sense of the dog's freedom. It would like, yeah, it would link to you, and mm-hmm. you'd feel so much better. Um, I loved, yeah, the dogs. I loved the family. There's one part that really sticks out to me. So, King Boar, eight hundred pound boar, kills one of the dogs. That was sad, and it was Uncle's dog. He had to shoot it. Its name was Zag. Uh, that was that's a good dog name too. Yeah, um, that it should was- have zigged instead. Oh, yeah, uh, it was it was sad, but whenever zag was getting attacked uncle was shooting it and it wasn't doing anything so he pulls out his knife shing and it like zooms in on the knife every time someone has pulled out a knife it does that and it looked like he you know whenever people are like laying on their stomach but they're skydiving like holding hands and like yeah, yeah. swinging on each other <laughs> it looked like he was doing that he like didn't start off. He like swung around in the air and landed on it and was stabbing the shit out of it. Just the way it looked like he like jumped and like tried to turn and gotten that fucking jumping jack position that I don't know that that was so good. But overall relationship, I, I loved the relationship.
1: I, I definitely like that. I liked when he was taking a, a selfie with that With that dad. that was Yes, that too. That that was was really, really good. But but one of the parts that I really liked is they made it to one of those cabins, and then three hunters walk in. And the hunters are like, oh, yep, you're here with a pervert, and uh, we're going to turn you in, and we're going to get that reward. We're going to save you. And they start fighting Uncle, and then uh, Ricky grabs a gun, and as he's cocking it, he's cocking it like in steps, and he's saying at the same time, shit just got real.
0: Yeah, I thought that that was great as well. I also loved in that scene um, before they started fighting. Uh, Ricky, he said so many like innuendo type things without <laughs> meaning to. He, he just turned thirteen a couple weeks before, whatever. Made it sound like the uncle was a molester. Yeah, he was like, I didn't want to do it at first, but like I kind of had to, and like it was really hard because my hands were soft and. <laughs> Like he he was making me do it, and but it was all about foraging and mm-hmm. like hunting and living out in the bush. And he he made it all sound like he's like jerking him off, and he's like I, I was doing my own thing. And he's like I'd ask him to come play with me, and he wouldn't. So I would just he would just like watch me play with myself. Watch yeah. me play with myself, and mm-hmm. I was like ah,
1: it, it sounded so bad. Yeah. I, I do think my favorite part, though, was was him getting the selfies made, <laughs> made with the dad. That was, I loved those people. Yeah, I, I did, too. And I kind of take it back about the weirdness about them, but just, I don't know, all the characters in here had, there was just something about them. From, from the <laughs> police officer that was going around with the CPS lady or whatever, there was just something <laughs> off. There was, off, off. There was, there was something about off about everybody in this. Okay, I can see That's that. what One it was. Better. Something off
0: about them. All right, um, Bucket of Chicken? Um, this is actually a really hard one. I think the kid did a good job acting. He was. He played his character really well. Yeah. But I feel like his character is him. I do too. Uh, you know, I gotta give it to Uncle. Uncle? I have to. Okay. I mean, he he put up with a whole lot of shit. He had the the Grinch style change of heart. Yeah, he his wife died, his dog died. He had to put his dog down, put it out of its uh, misery because it yeah. was bleeding and fucked up from the boar, and it was not gonna go anywhere. That'd be tough. Yeah, that was. I've done, I don't. I thought about it. I don't know if I what I I don't I'd do. I, I don't know if I'd be able to shoot my dog. I feel like I would just sit there. And whether it's going to get dark and there'll be wolves, I would just sit there until the dog was dead and just petting it. You can't let an animal suffer. I know, but, and it's so selfish of me to do that. Yeah. Uh, But I just, it would break me. Like I would have to go be put in hospitalization if I had to kill my dog. Well, I've never killed any dogs. You, yeah, I know that. <laughs> but You've killed every other non-dog pet we've had. That. that got sick. I've uh, and didn't die yeah, on its own. I've I've had to do hard things as a dad.
1: It, it's <laughs> it's your job as a dad sometimes to do the hard things, the ugly things that, that nobody knows about, but that have to be done. And look, and I applaud you
0: for it. I, all right,
1: so you pe- tricked me. All, all you peta people, go ahead and just uh, fast forward just a little bit. Are you going to go full detail? No, no. <laughs> But look, let me just put it
0: this way. Hypothetically, if, 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 if there's go, a... If, if you say what you just said and then go, hypothetically, <laughs> everyone knows <laughs> what you're Hi- doing.
1: Hypothetically, if, you, if you're... if you Let's just say you're, your daughter, if you even have one. We're right? just, just theory crafting here. Yeah. Had, like, a pet rat or a finch, um, and the finch couldn't, like, was gasping for breath, and... Was just you know in in a in a bad bad way bleeding out of its eyes and just things were not going well. Do you go to the vet and spend seventy five dollars to uh, to have it euthanized? <laughs> I'm just saying sometimes you know you you got to do hard things. You know it's like frontier life, man. They didn't have fucking vets to to drive to. Yeah. You know sometimes um, the the father had to do tough things like old Yeller. They had to shoot the dogs. You know sometimes if there's a, a bird or a rat. And they're suffering.
0: Dogs are different, and you know, cats are different, too.
1: The the car ride, they would have just suffered more, you know? And I had <laughs> shit I had to do, anyway.
0: I mean, <laughs> you know, hypothetically, Hi- hypothetically people have shit, shit that they have to do instead, right? And, and hypothetically, maybe your kids had pet rats, and the rats started to suffer a little bit. And maybe one of them had a, like lot a, of bit. a big tumor yes. that maybe they scratched, and it blew open. Mm-hmm. They, like, scratched through their skin, that was hypothetically very sad for the children. Uh, but that, that rat died. I don't I don't uh, the child didn't know what happened to it. The I rat, don't know why I started saying I. I was just really I getting really deep into this. I'm sure the rat did die. One
1: hundred percent sure and,
0: that the rat did and, die. And there was the other rat, and yeah. it was sad. It didn't seem the same. Maybe to your children, it didn't seem the same after the other rat died. And it would climb on the cage and hypothetically maybe fall from the top onto its back. And then it would just stop moving for long periods of time. Uh, and then hypothetically your son goes to like a camp retreat with other kids his age. <laughs> and he says his final goodbyes to the rats, uh, the rat because you, you hypothetically told him to. And um, uh, you, the day you come back, uh, your, your family hypothetically, or the family hypothetically tells the son... Oh, when we got back from dropping you off, the rat was dead in its cage. <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, how convenient I just said goodbye."
1: <laughs> That's a weird hypothetical situation.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. You just, just pulled that all out
1: of your ass. Yeah, it's yeah, just, just a weird imaginary story. Hypothetically, when I was a kid, I had a dog named Ranger and he was a German shepherd and I loved that dog so much my dad hated that dog because
0: it would dig holes and shit
1: it right? would dig holes it would run back and forth and we had a sliding glass door in our to, that went to our backyard and, and just he would sling mud all over it but he was so much fun to play with man <laughs> so much fun he was he was my best friend he went to go live at a farm
0: at a young age
1: didn't he yeah yeah he went to go live at a farm my dad found uh, some people who had a farm that, that took him I tell you what, man, once I fucking put two and two together, like 10 years later, I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You did that to Ranger? I never asked him exactly what he did. I'm pretty sure he just took him to the pound or whatever, but...
0: And I I know there are mercy killings Mm -hmm. for the sick. Yeah. And I remember... A few years later, I was like, "Do you put him down the garbage disposal? (sighs) And and obviously you didn't. No. But I was like, hypothetically, it wasn't even me. I I was thinking, how would you get rid of a rat? Like that would be like a very easy way to get rid of, uh, hopefully, dead rat body. I would feel so bad to do that to a living thing. A garbage disposal. What the fuck, man! And you just you turn the water I, on. I, so I know it how break. it works, but <laughs> it's, it's come so so on, break, man. man. God, that would be horrible. Maybe you put a plate over the top so shit doesn't, <laughs> shit doesn't hit the ceiling. Right there's a dirty plate from breakfast. Oh, uh. and, and I remember I said that, and hypothet- or hypothetically, the son said that and the parents were like no what the fuck and i was like <laughs> yeah. yes you did cuz i i uh, they hypothetically couldn't the son couldn't think of any other ways to dispose of a sick dying rat
1: yeah i ended up telling you though
0: didn't i <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i begged you cuz i'm different than or ah. because the son is different than the daughter and the mother yeah the daughter and the mother are they uh, all three of them are soft but the son likes the gruesome details, and he he won't hold grudges or feel yeah. sick because maybe the daughter heard it, she would freak out and feel bad for maybe uh, an afternoon. The son he's at the age where he's been corrupted a little bit <laughs> a lot, actually, and so he hears that, and he's like, "Oh shit, how it was it was quick and painless, <laughs> yeah, because you're a strong man, yeah,
1: quick, quick and painless, did the job, wham." <laughs> Gosh! All right, Peter, you Maybe can... Uh, double tap. There was no double taps.
0: Yeah, you didn't need I, it. No,
1: I'm not going to fucking... No, come on, man. I. It was humanely
0: done. I mean, about, yeah, about as humane as instant death, It was, which is the most humane possible way. It was instant death. I saved 75 <laughs> bucks. Painless, yeah. Or whatever 75 so, times four is. Well, <laughs> So 75 times four, whatever that is, and the gas money. Yeah. A lot of gas around mm-hmm. here. Eight bucks a gallon, I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> Back then, maybe.
0: <laughs> okay, so my bucket of chicken,
1: I think it might just go to the bush of New Zealand. It was beautiful. They had, like you said during the movie, they had a little bit of everything out there. Lots of different like varieties of uh-huh. tree. Yeah, I'd like to go hang out out there. I, I thought it was mm. really really pretty. Yeah, I guess I would too. Another thing I really liked in this is whenever they would show like people on the move, they do like a little musical montage or whatever, and you would see like Ricky on the screen going one way, and then he would appear on the right side of the screen walking forward. As the screen is turning to the right. Yeah, it's yeah. panning, and, and they did that a bunch of times. They did that uh, toward the end with like the SWAT and Ricky and the hunters that were mm-hmm. going after him, and that was done really, really well. I like that. All right, score time. Um,
0: I feel like I'm feeling 90. Okay. It was a good movie. Heartwarming. Yeah, it was. It dragged a little bit. I'm 82. It was
1: It was Okay. I liked it. All right, before we uh, wrap this up completely, do you know what a haiku is? Yeah, because that was Ricky's thing. Ricky, when times were tough, he would just make little haikus. So every you, time he got in trouble, they would make him do make one. So I remember in school talking about haikus, and we're supposed to write a haiku. And I remember there like the number five has something to do with it. But like, could you make a haiku right now? Um, like, like you know how to do a haiku?
0: Yeah, it would take me a second. The formula is very easy. Do you want me to tell you? more than anything so three lines so super short and all it is is the first line five syllables second line seven syllables third line five syllables so it's just five seven five uh,
1: so will you write a haiku and unveil it during our next lobby time yes will you you gotta remind me okay Put it in your phone i will I will also write a haiku. so it's five well, I'll probably look up some examples so I can kind of get get an understanding.
0: It's just five seven five. All right, so tune in next
1: week and uh myself and uh Jack will unveil haikus about the uh, animals that sadly passed away in uh, in our house. Oh is that is that the theme? <laughs> no So tune in next week and Jack and myself will unveil brand new never heard before. 100% original haikus. You can count on that. See how I set the hook there? Yeah. We're just reeling them in. Just reeling mm-hmm. them in. All right. You got anything else? I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 121 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter, mainly Instagram and barely at all, uh, at Movie Muggin. Or if you want to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. We're always looking for questions for Jack so we can do the famous Ask Jack segment which uh, everybody loves. But, Very famous. But nobody wants to uh, send uh, questions for it for some reason, which <laughs> I don't understand. I get a lot of love about it. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Lots. But but nobody wants to uh, send in any questions. So, you know what? Uh, That's okay. Yeah, so if you have a question for Ask Jack, send it on over at, moviemugging at gmail.com. Hey, did you know we have a website, moviemuggin.com? Um, really, you can listen to our episodes on there, but if you want to see if we've ever mugged a movie that you've uh, that you like... We do have an alphabetical list of all the movies that we have mugged, So you can just go down there. And you know what? If you're like, I wonder if they've done Smokey and the Bandit, you can scroll down to the S's and you can see that, yes, we did do uh, Smokey and the Bandit. And Jack uh, liked it quite a bit. I did. All right. So until next week, we love you. Have a movie mugging day. Peace out. Shit on my shank, motherfucker.